Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pride on Ice podcast. My name is Reed. I am joined by my sister, Claire. Claire, how are we feeling? It's it's our first podcast. We're talking gopher hockey. It's right around the corner. How does it feel? We're feeling excited, a little nervous, just like we are for the season, a little nervous, but there's a lot of potential, so we're very excited. I, I love that. I feel like that speaks for this podcast and for the upcoming gopher hockey season. Before we before we jump into some season preview, a little background on on the two of us. Um, I want to thank Claire first of all for helping to fulfill this childhood dream of mine of hosting a a podcast about Gopher hockey. Um, there's many a blog on the internet that's hopefully been scrubbed from the internet of my childhood uh, writing just probably terrible articles about um, Gopher hockey. Uh, Claire and I are both. How would you describe it, Claire? Uh, washed up uh, former hockey players. Does that does that sound fair? Yes. That's how that's how that's what we're going with. Great. Washed um, up. Washed yes. up. Awesome. Both have have uh, followed Gopher hockey throughout probably our entire lives. It was a a big part of our childhood. Aunt and uncle used to take us uh, to games when we were little. And a little bit about the podcast. Our plan is to cover both the men's and the women's teams each week. We love college hockey. We love to watch the kids develop and grow. And we're not going to cyber bully the youths. Um, This is just to have fun, to hopefully be inclusive and provide equal coverage of both teams. And we we just want to have fun with it and not spread hate. (laughs) The hockey community is is definitely a place where we need to work on uh, spreading less hate and, and being more inclusive and we hope to do that a little bit in this podcast. Yes. So Claire, guess what I guess what I did this weekend? What? What did you do? I made my little old way down to Ritter Arena by myself to go watch the women scrimmage the University of Manitoba on Saturday afternoon. That's awesome. How was it? It was great. It was 2 p.m. and it was completely free. Wonderful deal. The women don't really get started um, not until... Next weekend, they have a scrimmage with the Whitecaps, and they don't really get started in the WCHA until a couple weeks from now. So, But we did want to just start with a little with a little preview of the women's team. And I think that preview can be very short, and it can just say, this team is going to be very, very good. Um, they're going to be fantastic, and they're going to be a, a lot of fun to watch. Unclear who might be the starter and goal initially. I did make a note. I don't want to read too much into lineups from that Manitoba scrimmage, but it was Michaela Paul that started the scrimmage in goal, and I know they switched. Goaltending might be a bit of a question mark for this team, but um, it looked like it might be Michaela Paul to uh, to start things out. Moving along from from goalie to the decor, the decor for this team should be should be quite good. Not quite as star-studded as the forward group, um, but the decor should be solid. A- against Manitoba, they were much, much better. So we di- didn't get a great um, look at the decor, but that should come against the Whitecaps and then once once the regular season actually starts. I'm not too concerned about their ability to defend specifically. I think... Specifically playing defense, they should be quite good. I think my concern, and I, I'm not sure how you feel about this, Claire, but my concern with this with this decor comes in sort of transitions 
when they're trying to transition pucks, break pucks out, create offense. I think towards the end of last year, especially against good teams like Ohio State and and Minnesota Duluth, they struggled a little bit to to help create offense for their team. And, and some of that is obviously on the forwards as well. Um, but they're a solid group and they return they return a ton of people, which will be really good. Madeline Wethington looked quite good against Manitoba. Kristalyn Hengler is always very solid. I was really impressed with Emily Zumwinkle towards the end of last year um, and, and coming into the, the first game against against Manitoba. I thought Zumwinkle looked quite good. Did get to see Gracie Ostertag. Gracie Ostertag was She's out back. all of last year, Claire. Is that correct? Yeah, I think she had an ACL injury, some yep. sort of injury that put her out most of the year. So it definitely will be great to have her back on the blue line. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she looked good. She looked quite good. They were sort of mixing and matching, mixing and matching people. Um, I was really, really impressed with Nellie Leighton in the, the first year from Finland. She played in the Olympics. Really, really good skater. Um, really good. And, and should help with those those sort of transition plays. She had a great little breakout in transition. Maybe I'll put I'll post a video of that sometime soon. But great skater. I think she'll really She'll really help with that decor, and it's a solid it's a solid unit. It might lack some of the some of the big names that the that the forwards have that we'll talk about in a second here, but um, quite quite solid for that decor. Claire, I can't think of a a college hockey team that has has a forward I think, group yeah. that looks like this. I think this this is the best forward lineup in the NCAA. It's it's insane. It's insanely stacked. And it's not just like the top names are incredible. The top six is insane. But the depth is crazy. I think um, that they could field five lines that would be competitive about against every team. I think I think you're right. I really think you're right. Um, no better place to start than Taylor Heisey probably won the Casimir last year. Best player in college hockey. She looked incredible at Worlds. Um, insane really really good so many smart little plays that she was making it really felt like she raised her game to to that level and she broke the record for points in the tournament just yeah incredible summer for her yeah I was really I was really impressed um her shot obviously is fantastic but some of the little passes delays and things she was doing at worlds was really fantastic to support her, you're bringing back uh, Zumwinkle and Abby Murphy, which is just kind of wild. I mean, both of them both of them missed the entire year last year because of the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abby Murphy might be my favorite player on this team. Super skilled, super skilled, but also has a little bit of a um, little bit of an edge to to her game, which I love. Grace Zumwinkle is just fantastic. There's just not much you need to say. Yeah. Big, strong, fast. Really hard to knock off the puck. Really good at possessing the puck in the offensive zone. She had a she had a little toe drag on a two on one against Manitoba that was pretty pretty gnarly. They're gonna be they're gonna be fantastic. But the the thing about it, you you push past those three and you're just you're just stacked with good players. I mean, Abigail Boreen was fantastic last year. Uh, Peyton Hemp was good. 
Katie Skaya was fantastic on that top line. I was really impressed with Audrey Zumwinkle, or not Audrey mm-hmm. Zumwinkle, I'm sorry. Audrey Revington. Audrey, Audrey Revington. I was mm-hmm. getting the, I was getting the siblings missed up. I thought Audrey Revington, she was on that line with with Potomac and Norcross at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. I thought she was good. Norcross is fantastic. Emily Odin could be centering your third line, which is crazy. That seems insane. She's solid. Yeah, Emily Odin is fantastic. Really mm-hmm. skilled, really good defensively too. Who am I missing? I mean, you're you can... missing Huber, Huber? from the freshman class, and then Connor. Yeah, I think Emma. I think Emma Connor looked really good. Yeah, you can you you can name twelve forwards. You're right. You could you could run five lines mm-hmm. and you could be competitive. And I think that's really helpful, especially when they get going. There's there's going to be very, hopefully, very minimal pressure. Like, even on the top people, they're so deep that if, even if yeah. Izzy or Zumwinkle or Murphy have bad games, like, you've got Emily Odin on your third line, just hanging out. Just a fantastic player with tons of experience. I think there's enough talent and leadership where if someone is having, you know, an off night, well, you have five other people who can easily fill in that role and you also have a freshman class that's really exciting both forward and d so it'll be interesting too to see how they're incorporated into the lineup right so they can develop for next year yeah yeah definitely definitely and i think that's one of the things that we had our eyes on at the end of last year where it felt like playing time obviously towards the end of the year playing time goes down for for everyone mm-hmm. but you would hope that especially this year with such depth that you can kind of you don't have to lean on Zumwinkle and Murphy and Heisey until you need to at the end of the year keep everybody playing keep everybody engaged you should be you should be just fine yeah and it looks like did you see Maggie Nicholson play I think she was out at the end of last year with some sort of injury yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure she was playing. I was trying to furiously write down everybody I saw. I'm pretty sure pretty sure Maggie Nicholson was playing. Um another good D to bring back. What you might lack in star power on the D core, you have a ton of solid experienced experienced people back there. Looking forward, I think obviously this team is going to score a lot, a lot, a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. That seems obvious. The question will be defensive. I think can they can they defend against teams like Wisconsin, Ohio State, Minnesota Duluth, those teams that can also have some pop uh, up front? How will this decor do against teams like that that can also put some pressure on them? The nice thing is they've got lots of time. This is this is a process. They've got a ton of skill. They can they can figure it out. Um, but that's, I think, big picture what, what I'll be looking for, for for this team this year. I'm also excited to see them play Penn State after this past weekend with Penn State beating Wisconsin. See, against it, Seeing them play against some teams that are skilled but not on the same level that they are and seeing how they compete, I think that'll be a good test uh, before playoffs. Yeah, that's a great point. Holy crap, the, the Janicki, the... First yeah. year, Janicki. Oh my goodness gracious! Go off. She had a hat trick in that first game against Wisconsin. Yeah, can you imagine? Good for her. Yikes! <laughs> Love yeah, to see it. 
yeah, that's a great point. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to see this team tested a little bit, see them go through a little adversity and kind of kind of see how they handle it. Mm -hmm. Wrapping up on the women, I think, you know, they're going to the WCHA will be hard to win just because it's so deep. But I think it's going to be a really exciting year. A lot of strong teams. So they'll have great battles. And I'm excited for playoffs. See how see how it ends up. Me too. Me too. And you can, I'll, I'll do, we'll do a quick pitch. Go down to Ritter and watch this team play. They're going to be wild. Yes. They're going to be so It will good. be fun to watch. They're going to score fun a to lot. Watch. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, yeah. You want to move on to the pivot, men? Pivot over pivot. to the men's team. Let's pivot over to the men. Well, I mean, firstly, definitely the best decor in college hockey. We're starting out with hot takes. Best decor in college hockey. Yes. I don't think there's really a competition. I mean, you have three people who could have gone to the NHL. I'll come back. Brock Faber and Ryan Johnson and Jackson Lacombe. You have Kester, Stodiker. So it'll be interesting to see how they rotate in the freshman on D and also fish. Yeah, I think that's my biggest question with this decor is like, it's so good. But also, how the heck are you going to play all these guys? Because like you said, like it's it's Faber Johnson, Lacombe Stodiker. I would imagine um, Kester and Chesley. But then you've got Middlestead and Fish. Okay. And, and there's somebody else I'm forgetting. Like, and yeah, they have and, to play it a little bit. And Bob has dressed seven D before, which I think he might do because the D are, are way deeper than the forwards. Yeah, but it point. will be interesting because, at least in my personal opinion, I thought Fish was playing better than Brinkman at the end of last year, but he didn't get the playing time. So I guess. We'll just see. This is a this is a fish fan account. We're get, yeah. We're gonna reveal right away. I revealed that Abby Murphy's my favorite player, and you revealed that big not, Carl. Fish I don't know fan. if he's my favorite player. You, he should play more. He should play more. I I believe I believe that he should be in the six man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. He's good. He's so solid. solid. He's always solid. Solid. And when always when solid. when he got the time last year, he was also helping generate offense. I guess goalie, it'll be interesting to see from my perspective. Close, obviously, coming back. And then Bartoskevich, there's been a lot of kind of buzz around him, seeing how they rotate him in. Because I don't think he, he – well, he didn't play at all last year because it would have burned his year of eligibility. But um, I'm just curious to see what will happen there. Will it be a competition? Yeah, Thoughts? I think – I. Uh... I was I was going to say, I think I saw him at the Manitoba game. Not sure if it was actually him, but it looked like it might have been him. So that's That's fun. exciting. I think it's just, inc- I mean, it's close. I can't imagine. He was so solid. That much. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, yeah. I think it's closest team, but I would love to see Bartoskevich a little bit more to watch him, you know, yeah. it's always good to have somebody that's ready just in case. Yeah. Leaves because he's lied to by his NHL team in the middle of the year. That can of worms. Are we very, we're very passionate about about this whole situation. 
and how much hate was spread online. Justice for Jack LaFontaine. Who would not sign an NHL contract when given the opportunity, especially when they were promised that they would get to play because the goalie was injured? Anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> besides the point. But anyone in their right mind would do that. I, I would I and would agree. I would agree. Imagine how hard that decision was for him. Yeah. And then we don't, telling his best friends. Yep. We don't need to again, again, empathy. Let's not cyber bully these children. Please. Everyone. They're literal kids. They're kids. <laughs> Do not be mean to them online. Thank you. Okay. Forwards. I'm personally very excited to see Nyes and Cooley after the World Juniors. I think they they click very well together. Uh be interesting to see what the lines are at the beginning of the season and how they change. It will be interesting to see who's playing power play and penalty kill. How are Pitlick and Huglin going to play? Yeah. I think this will be a breakout year, hopefully, for both of them. Yeah, and who plays with them, Claire? I've been thinking about this all summer, and I know we've talked about this. So you've got, you imagine it's Cooley, Nyes, and Snuggerud. Mm-hmm. Who do you who do you stick with Rem and Huglin? I mean, against Lindenwood and then. I mean, maybe you try Mason. Mason Nevers, I like that. He can kind of go anywhere. I feel like is his, because they started him last year. I think at the beginning of the year on like the second or third line, and he was doing well. But yeah, you know, he ended up getting moved back to what the third or fourth. He's fourth. good. He can he can kind of fit wherever. I I would. I would be hesitant to put like Kurth there. I feel like mm-hmm. that's too much for a for a first year. Um, I, I, you know, you know what I've, you know what I've come around to. What do you know what I've come around to? I've come around to Mr. Brodzinski. And here, let me, let me, <clears throat> let me make the case for Mr. Brodzinski to play with Rem and Huglin. This will be quick. I promise. I won't rant very long here. Okay. The problem with Blake and Sammy. First of all, we love Blake and Sammy. That line could not create offense last year if it wasn't rush. Against good teams, they could not create chances that weren't rush. They couldn't sustain the puck. They couldn't forecheck. They couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a big believer in Rem and a big believer in Aaron Huglin. I think those Rem. two. Rhett. Rhett. Ah, they're the you. same. Remy, Reddy, it's the same. Big <laughs> believer in Rhett and Aaron Huglin. I think they can possess the puck. I think they can create chances on four checks, create turnovers. And I think Brodzinski's gotten better every year. I think he'll get a right, little right. better. He'll get a little better along the boards. I think he got a little better along the boards last year. I would be willing to try it at least right away just to yeah. see what it looks like. I think it could work. I think it will be interesting too to see, you know, like Mason Nevers last year after his freshman year looked so much stronger right. and faster and just stronger on the puck. So it'll be interesting to see how, how everyone's kind of grown and developed over the summer. Right. That's one of the, I think that's one of the most exciting things for me about Bob's teams is like everyone gets better, mm-hmm. which by the end of the old era, that didn't seem like it was happening. As, yeah. As much. Yeah. And I think, you know, Jackson Nelson, back will he still be third line center he's solid solid pk yeah i would i would stick him in that third line center spot good and leader for the 
the new freshman coming right. in. Right. And he's going to have probably Nelson or I'm excuse me, um, Nevers maybe. And then one of those freshmen on his wing mm-hmm. feel comfortable with Jackson Nelson defensively mm-hmm. sitting, sitting in there as a third line center. I think that's good. I think my question, the other thing I'm excited about is like, what about all of these first year forwards that are coming in? Brody Lamb, Connor Kurth, Strobel. What do we get from those guys? I have no idea what that's going to look like. I think it'll be exciting, too, since the beginning of the season is so difficult. It'll kind of be like, I mean, the first series with Lindenwood. I mean, Mercyhurst last year was kind of scary at at points, right? So I think it'll be good, I guess, to have that first weekend against a, a newly D1 team, which is great for Lindenwood. It's always exciting to have a new team. Um, but then to, you know, play Mankato the next weekend. Yeah. And then the North Dakota weekend. and then yeah. North Dakota. So yeah. I think, I think hopefully that in the beginning will be like, okay, this is college hockey. And then they can kind of grow off of that. I think last year, the freshmen besides Nye's, as the youth would say, popped off and slayed. <laughs> Okay. After the, for in the second half, like they really stepped up and led when when Brock, Ben, and Nyes went to the Olympics and were gone. So I think the early tests will help, yeah. help grow their confidence or at least get them into the swing of college hockey. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good point and a good reminder too. Like, don't be upset when this team is maybe. I don't know, two and four after their first six games or three and three because they've gotten swept by North Dakota. Like it's a young, young group and they're going to get better. And, you know, you don't win any titles in October and it's fine. You know, I, I think that's my that's how I'm looking at these first six games. Like no matter what happens, it's going to be a good experience and they're going to get better. Oh, completely agreed. Like last year, right, they were splitting a lot of series and people were concerned and, and, you know, and then they go undefeated in what, February? Right. So I think the, like you mentioned earlier, the most exciting thing, at least in this new era, is that the teams get better and develop as the season goes on. And I think, you know, that's a testament to Bob and the coaching staff and also, you know, the schedule and the, and the players themselves. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be an exciting year. I just pulled up the roster and they're going to be two middle stats. John, yeah. John middle will also be a freshman forward. And then we also have um, Cal Thomas on D. That's I don't what think I was we forgetting. Mentioned which yep. will be exciting. And I also think it'll be exciting to see Colin Schmidt get yeah. more ice time on the fourth line. I think he Agreed. can be a good leader for the other front for he'll be the senior on that line. Bigger too. He's listed at six, four, two So that'll be good. Cause I'm sure the freshman won't be that large. Yes. Yes. Agreed. He'll have a big role to play on this team. I think, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah. So any, any final thoughts you want to, leave us with for the men's team before we wrap up and start thinking about the weekend? I think 
the forwards will be interesting. And I think there's there's going to be a lot of pressure on Nyes. And I just think, I mean, he's a sophomore. Like, they're just kids in college. I think Nyes, Nyes definitely has a big role to fill. Hopefully some other forwards can step up so he's not the sole focus. I think that'll be a good thing to keep an eye on all year. It's just Nyes and Cooley, what sort of pressure is on them? How are they doing? I think the good thing about this team that makes me feel confident is I'm not sure how low the floor can be when your decor is that good. Like how many goals will get scored on them with that with that group and that goalie? I think they're going to they're going to stay in a lot of games no matter how good the forwards play because yes. I just don't think they're going to give up that many goals yes. especially right away in the early part of the season. And I think too if they stick to their systems I mean, wasn't it like Western Michigan had that like best shooter who score highest goal score in the country and he didn't yeah. even get a shot off. Right. So I think, yeah, I think the decor solid. Yep. And if, if they, they play the plan, I think it, it will be a great year. Yeah. It's exciting. It's exciting. That's for sure. Going, going into this weekend, the boys take on Lindenwood. It's a Saturday-Sunday series. I am actually going with mom and dad, Claire, on Saturday. I don't know if you know that. What? At 7 for the season opener. I love that for you. Yep. We're going to watch watch the men take on Lindenwood. Um, the women have a scrimmage on Friday evening, I believe, against the White Caps. That, I think, is on Big Ten Plus, so we'll get to watch that and, and hopefully have some insight heading into – Bemidji State, I believe, not this weekend, but next weekend. So for next week's pod, we'll maybe do a little more specific preview for the women and hopefully talk about the the Whitecaps scrimmage. They're a couple weeks behind in terms of schedule compared to the that the Whitecaps will be interesting because I think one of the former Gopher D who graduated signed with the Whitecaps and and a few other WCHA players signed with the Whitecaps. So that'll be a good game. Nice. Some familiar, familiar names. Yes. Awesome. Well, before we go, uh, let's, let's, let's predict some, some outcomes for those games uh, against Lindenwood. You got Saturday, Sunday. Are we looking at a sweep? What do you think? I think a sweep. I think the first game might be a little, you know, back and forth. I think the fre- there are a lot of freshmen. I think they're going to be nervous. And I I hope at least that everyone gets ice time. So, you know, maybe you don't have, you, maybe you dress all the freshmen D and someone who's a little injured or you, you don't need to play your top D. Let everyone get ice time. Let everyone get comfortable. And I think it might be scary, but I I think they come out with the sweep. I agree. I agree. I bet one of them's close. One of the nights will be close. Mm-hmm. The other one, not so much, hopefully. Uh, white cap scrimmage with the women. Got any thoughts? I, I, I kind of think the Gophers will. I think they might win it. I think that team looked pretty damn good against Manitoba. And I know there's going to be a difference in class here, but I think that'll be tight. That should be a really good game. I, I agree with you. I think it'll be really good. I think it'll be close. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen the Whitecaps play in a while, and I think it will be their first 
kind of like game. So I, I will give the Gophers the edge just because, you know, four Olympians, I'm not sure how many Olympians the Whitecaps have, um, but they are, they, the Gopher women do have two exhibition games already under their belt. I give them the edge just in that sense, whereas I think the Whitecaps, it'll be more of like a rust buster. I think you're probably right. I think I'm feeling empowered because uh, I saw today that Northeastern beat the Boston Pride three to two, I think, wow. in, a, in a scrimmage. Yes, yeah, so Northeastern And, and Northeastern the Boston will be Pride, good. you know, they've won. Yeah, Defending very, champs, I believe. Yes, yes, yeah, very so, good. Yeah, Northeastern will be, a, will be a team to watch. Yes. Awesome. Well, this has been a blast, Claire. I think... Before we go, I will just say please, uh, please follow us on on Instagram. We have an Instagram. Uh, if you can like our our posts or, or share this with with anyone who you think might be interested in go for hockey or just listening to Claire and I rant and argue. If you're interested in that, there'll probably be plenty of that as well. We plan to release a show every Thursday, hopefully Thursday morning sort of talking about last week's games and then previewing the weekend ahead. So we'll watch the Gophers take on Lindenwood and uh, the Whitecaps this weekend, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Any last words, Claire, before we get out of here? Thank you all for listening. I think it's going to be a very exciting year. We should go out and support if we can, support from home, watch the women, and scene. Thank you.